0: Love lives here. Hi, I'm Holly Steele. And I'm Mary Stedman. We are the creators of Steele and Stedman Service Solutions and together have a combined 70-year history as service professionals. Our belief is that talking about love should not simply be relegated to the domain of music and art. We agree with the late, great Tina Turner, When she sings, what's love got to do with it? Well, everything.
1: In this Service Love podcast, you will experience conversations with hospitality professionals, including world-class concierge, entrepreneurs, business owners, and corporate executives around the world on how they express service love. Thank you for joining us in leading a service love movement. There is no doubt what the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's the only thing that there's just too little of. Our next guest is a native San Diegan and a recognized veteran in the hospitality industry. He has had the privilege of working at some of the finest hotels and resorts in the region and he is currently the Chef Concierge of the Omni San Diego Hotel, where he has served in that role for the past 19 years. He is a respected 35-year member of the San Diego Concierge Association and a two-term past president of that organization. And he is also the longest continuous active member in that association's history. He is the recipient of many accolades, included being awarded the San Diego City Hotel Association Award as Hospitality Person of the Year, the Old Globe Theatre Award for Excellence in the Spoken Word, and the San Diego Concierge Association Concierge of the Year. For over 25 years, he has been a proud member of the prestigious Le Claydors organization, which is the highest level a professional concierge can obtain. He has been elected to eight consecutive terms to serve on the Board of Directors for Le Claydors USA, and he currently serves as the Director of Education and President Emeritus of Le Claydors USA please join me in welcoming to the service love podcast where episode three Robert marks. welcome Robert.
2: Uh, thank you ladies. Such a pleasure to be able to join you today.
1: Thank you. Thank you Robert.
0: thanks so much for joining us. I guess we've been friends all those 35 years huh
2: All those 35 years. I was think I was trying to think back to the first time I actually had the, the opportunity to meet you. And it was uh, way back in in the the early years um, when there was a a Lake Claydore conference in San Diego in 1988, I think. Uh, So a a long time ago, but uh, all wonderful years in between since.
0: That's so great. Well, thank you for participating in this fun project that Mary and I are um, really very passionate about, about this service love movement. And uh, we want to ask you, uh, a veteran in service love, what would your definition be of these words put together, service and love? You know, I've given that some thought uh,
2: since that question was posed. and. You know, when you get down to it, you know what, when you think about what service is and what we do and and, and the meaning of the word love, and it all comes down in my mind to caring for one another. And that's what we do every single day, hopefully within our industry is we care for one another. We actually take the time to look out for the well-being and the best interest of another human being. And that defines love. When you care, you are extending love to somebody. Uh, And hopefully, even in this chaotic world that we live in at times, we take the opportunity to show some of that concern and some of that care for another human being and uh, show them some love.
0: That's great. Thank you. That's really good. Thank you.
1: I love that and care and kindness, right? That equals love to me. So I love how you've led with that. And I couldn't agree more. When and how did you know you loved what you did or what you do? You still do it.
2: (laughs) I I do. I do still do it. Uh, I think, you know, going back to opportunities I've had in the past, I think it was when I realized there wasn't something else I'd rather be doing that. I realized this is love. This is what I love doing when other opportunities are presented and you choose what you're doing over something else. I think you choose it. I, I chose it because I loved what I do. And even though those other opportunities may have had a bigger title or maybe a larger paycheck financially, they didn't fill my soul. Uh, and that gave me the opportunity to really realize i must love this this is no longer something i just like doing um there's something in me that is fulfilled because of this and that sense that's the sense of love
0: Oh, that's so great robert thank you and so when you're Expressing service love, so when you know you know that you love it, you want to do it, you chose it. How do you actually express service love? Well, I think
2: that it, every interaction is is different, but hopefully, you're making a connection, and you're connecting with someone on a on a a deeper level, something less superficial, and you're showing a true interest in that moment with that individual, and you're giving them your full attention. You're giving of yourself as much as you can give and they want to receive. And that's how I try to show my version of service love. I wanna give that individual as much as they're able and willing to receive at that moment. And be as genuine and as authentic and as in the moment as possible with them. Uh, n- no, you know, off the cuff answers that are dismissive or repetitive. You know, taking the time to connect with a human being. Uh, it to me is what w- the goal of hospitality is, especially as a concierge. You know, we are we are there to really be something more than what they can get on their own in a very automated and technological world.
0: Yeah, okay. You know, Robert, you said something really intriguing, I think, and only an experienced person would be able to understand it in this way, that you want to give fully from yourself at, but you recognize that you're in a relationship and a connection with someone, and it's as much as they are able to receive or that they want. That is really a high-level understanding of service because it's not just about, oh, I want to give, I want to share, I want to tell everybody everything. I want to recognize what's going on for them and give them what they're able to to receive and want to at this moment. That is really a very sophisticated understanding. I love that. Thank you.
2: Oh, well, well thank you. I, I, I think it's, you know, becoming in tune to that individual across from you or next to you. You know, listening is, is a sense that not all of us utilize. Yeah. And when we listen with more than just our ears, of course, we understand, hopefully, a little bit better of the other individual and, as I said, what they are able and willing to receive at that moment. Yeah,
1: really. yeah listening is key, right? It's the beginning of love, for sure, is the listen. Yeah, it's so key and connecting. I agree with you uh, completely. That whole connection, and we've—it's been hard to connect, right? The last few years at the same level, and our industry is in a different position than it used to be. So, where have where do you find it challenging right now to to express service love to serve with love?
2: It has been difficult, and and thank you for acknowledging that because the last several years have have been traumatic for everybody in in different ways uh, but especially in the hospitality industry it has really uh, been a time of, of great upheaval and change and it's become more difficult i think now because during the time of the the pandemic when everyone was so isolated they had to do so much on their own using the tools of technology, that they became addicted to it, to a certain sense. They became so used to doing it on their own that they're hesitant uh, to go to somebody else for that opportunity. And some, I feel, are actually embarrassed to go to another human being because they think, I should be able to do this by myself. I can do this, I've got this gadget here. You know, I, I don't need to do that. Um, so that's the challenge. The challenge is the opportunities that we had are not as prevalent because individuals are trying to do it on their own or feel that they need to, uh, not utilize the service of another person. And so we miss out on the connection with, with our fellow human beings and our guests and that opportunity to show that love, to give that service, to make that connection. So it is a it's a challenge now. Technology is a wonderful tool in so many ways. However, it's also um, a a very double edged sword when it comes to it, because the more people use technology individually, the more they feel uh, at times they don't necessarily need the, the the resource of somebody else
0: so that's interesting too are, are 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 you saying that you are less busy as a concierge than before the pandemic because people are hesitant to use you or i know you're really busy because you don't have such a huge team yes. anymore but can you just tell it's us a little busy, bit it's about? busy in
2: a different way okay. it's, it's just it's a different type of busy than we are now people come to us now um i think much more often when they can't do it themselves. okay. So they try it themselves, mm-hmm. and then they realize, oh, I couldn't get what I wanted. And wow. so now maybe you can get it for me, which we're happy to try, we're happy to do that. However, had they come to us first, that opportunity much, would have been much greater. And you know, that's the part of luxury. You shouldn't have to do it yourself, should you? You know luxury is a sense of saving of time your time is the most valuable aspect in your life and yet so many of us do things that take up our time and as a guest in a hotel allow those other individuals to save you that time give you that sense of luxury so you don't have to do it yourself so what i'm saying is that we're still very busy and and the pandemic has changed the way we staff and the amount of people that we have supporting us, but we're we're being used in a different manner than we were before. When we may have been the first interaction, now we may be a little bit down the line because they've tried it themselves and realized, you know, that technology isn't always as good as they think it is.
0: Interesting. Wow. That's so interesting. Thank you. Robert, I know that you've been interviewed multiple times in multiple magazines over the years, and certainly in your leadership roles. And do you, I know? You know, when I used, to, I was interviewed a lot, and they always asked the exact same questions. They always ask things like, "So, what was the most amazing thing that anyone ever asked you? What was the weirdest question you ever had? Stuff like that. That's what people want to know. Or at least reporters want to know. But this. Thing that Mary and I are really wanting people to think about talk about understand is love so when when I worked as a concierge I know like there were there were times where I just responded with complete love I mean I just did it out of love like I helped somebody who needed to get an operation she came to me she practically fell over my desk she was hurting and I called a nurse friend in a hospital who got her in and she had a surgery and I visited her every day. I, that was about love. That wasn't have anything to do with anything other than, you know, we're there and people need us. And so we just respond. So I'm wondering, this is a question now I really want to add to these podcasts, to any conversation of like, tell us about a time where you just expressed your love in a way that this, what it was all about, nothing else.
2: It's a great question. And it's a, it's a, it's, It makes you think about the fundamentals of who we are and why we do what we do as concierge. And there have been, you know, over the years many opportunities for, as you said, those wow moments, those, you know, you know, outrageous requests, those celebrity whatevers. However, when I think about when I gave of myself out of total, you know, care and love for someone else. There's a couple of of, of memories that come flooding back um, early in my career. And, I, and I'll never forget it. That we were having a wedding at one of the hotels in which I worked. And the night before the wedding, uh, the mother of the bride died in the lobby of the hotel, had a heart attack and died in the lobby of the hotel. And if you can imagine the trauma, the emotional trauma taking place at that moment, for everyone concerned and there's nothing you can do to make it right but you can certainly take the moment to just give all of yourself all of your love all of your compassion anything i could do for that family i was willing to do and that meant calling the guests all of the guests that were supposed to attend the wedding to call the vendors to take some of that pressure and that they did not need to be dealing with it at that moment away from them so that they could grieve and acknowledge, um, but also feel support and love from somebody else outside of their circle. And I tried to just give them everything that I could um, to show love. And and uh, it, it stays with me to this moment of, of that, I remember the discussions going on in the family of do we have the wedding? Do we go forward? How do we do this? Just the trauma and the shock of it all. And I was just there in that circle of family members trying to just comfort and soothe and help and show compassion and love. And that to me is the greatest gift that we can give as human beings to one another. But certainly in in the hospitality industry as concierge to one another.
0: Wow, what a gorgeous story! And thank you. And I I just feel like by asking this question to our colleagues, I think is an important thing because what a story! And when we're in this time of history where artificial intelligence in is like, well, yeah, they can do everything. They can't do that.
2: No, and, they can't.
0: And those are the things that people. Wow, that would be some great article. All of the all of the stories about this. Thank you for sharing oh, that. You know, when you give your love in this way, okay, um, how do you give back to yourself so that we know that you can't serve from an empty well? So how do you take care of yourself so you have what it takes to take care of other people with love?
2: It's so important. It is so important. what we we all do, whatever we deal with with other individuals, we absorb a great deal of their energy, uh, of of their that situation. So I've tried to learn throughout my life um, to remember a, a couple of just um, self-defense tools, mechanisms to keep me safe emotionally. Uh, when it comes to it and, and to remember the most times when you're having an interaction that is not always positive, generally it's not about you. So I take time to try to think about what that individual is going through within their own life and to give them a little bit of empathy and sympathy. And that allows me not to absorb some of that. energy they may be giving off at that particular moment. Uh, What I also do is I try to disconnect uh, from technology, from the, the hotel. When I am off, I try to be off. I try to take a day to just not do something that I don't want to do, whatever that may be. And that might be sleeping in which is you know one of the greatest things that we can do for ourselves is is rest and so we never get enough of it so i take naps naps to me are the greatest gifts that i could ever give myself i take a nap every day of my life um i get home from work and i take a nap and to me that is my opportunity to just disconnect Refresh and then have a little energy to go back and uh, focus on the rest of the the evening that I may have uh, ahead of me. And on my days off, I try to sleep in. I love my sleep. So that's what I do. And then I also, I'm a big advocate of um, wandering. And what I mean by wandering is I let my mind wander. So I will get in my car, you know, being from California, we're very much, especially Southern California, we're a very driving. Uh, community. We live in our cars. I love getting in my car and just driving and going nowhere in particular, just getting out there and letting my mind disconnect from everything else that deals with my industry and, and focus on other things around me. Uh, So those are a couple of the tools that I use just to stay a little more sane in what can be a, a, a crazy world.
0: I love it. But sometimes you drive to Disneyland.
2: I do. I do that more often than you would ever imagine. And may, I don't I want to say many times, but there have been multiple occasions when I've had a challenging day at work, and I will literally leave the hotel, get in my car, and drive straight to Disneyland just to be around some magic and happiness and uh, another world so yes it's uh it's one of my my happy places
0: I love that.
1: I love that so much and I love that I call it time out to find out so I love I love that how you get in that car and drive and I miss those drives let me tell you because I can't really drive like that in the UK (laughs) London's a little bit different so I do envy those open roads because I think there's nothing and that was one thing people said when I moved here to the UK what do you miss the most I'm like space that space where you can dump your mind right and let it all out Yes. No, so beautiful. I'm, I'm there with you right now. I feel like I'm in California. I love that. You've painted you come, a beautiful picture.
2: <laughs> you come and visit. We'll do that drive together. And and the invitation is, is out there for the both of you. Come to the happiest place on earth. We'll, uh, we'll have some magic together.
1: I love that. I love that. Wow. And you're full of so much love. Uh, and obviously these are these stories. My gosh, I've just you've, you've moved me to tears. But where do you feel that there needs to be more love? in this world where is there an area you feel you have so much but where do you see it lacking or missing
2: society society in general i mean we just it is you look at the world around you and we've we've stopped taking the time to care for one another as individuals in the world around us and that is something i think i just take a moment to put yourself in someone else's shoes, um, in, in, in the smallest of ways, small acts of kindness, you know, make a huge difference and can make a huge difference for someone else as well as for yourself. Because when you do something good, you feel good about yourself, and it can be, it can be that you know you're waiting in line at a store or wherever it may be, and someone you know is is behind you you know, maybe step aside, let them go first, give them that opportunity. That small gesture may make their day and it certainly may make your moment. Uh, and I wish we did that more in society. I wish we were um, less judgmental and a little bit more open to just being with one another. So that's that's where I, I see it. I. I um i think we are lucky the hoteliers are lucky that we live in a world in which there's generally a great deal of happiness and kindness around us but when you live leave those four walls of that hotel building you're in another world of reality where it's not always present
0: beautiful thank you um did robert are you familiar with the term your future self When you think about your future self, that's something that Mary talks about a lot. And um, if we think about love as a foundational value of ourselves, and then we think about our future selves, what do you think is one thing that your future self must have vis a vis love?
2: It's a great, another great question. You know, I need, I know that I need it now and I know my future self will continue to need it. I need that human interaction and I need that ability to communicate with individuals. And that is something I think will never go away for me. It fills my soul. So I know that now and in the future, I will rely on that and require that to be able to sustain myself Um, emotionally and physically. That ability to connect, to speak, to engage is fundamental to who I am as my DNA, as a human being. And whether it's now or 30 years from now, I know that I need that engagement with fellow human beings on a deeper level and that ability to communicate with one another that will give me the sustenance to continue on every day.
0: The ability to know thyself. Thank you for that clarity. How great. Yeah, oh, that's beautiful.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's beautiful. I, I couldn't agree with you more. So thank you so much. This has been amazing, but we're, we're not done yet. We have uh, some fun, five rapid questions.
2: Okay, very good. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs>
1: Amazing, so the first question is, do you prefer movies or live theater?
2: Movies, absolutely. Yes, I, I will say, um, I theater I love, but I've always said to people, if I need a good nap, send me to the theater. I fall asleep in the theater within 15 minutes. So I don't know what it is, uh, but yes, movies
1: so funny because i do the reverse i'm really good with live theater and i go to the movies and i fall asleep so. i fall
0: asleep in the symphony but, uh, but i think i think that's like the height of decadence to go to sleep in the full <laughs> symphony orchestra yes i
1: was like you know anyway and, okay. i love that okay next question is cappuccino or espresso
2: neither i don't drink coffee
1: Oh, I did not know this. And you know what's funny? I wondered. I had, you know, you're and I thought, oh, maybe there isn't a coffee thing there. So what is your preferred drink of choice to substitute those two?
2: Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's embarrassing to say, but I'm a soda drinker. I drink copious amounts of soda.
0: What kind?
2: Uh, Pepsi. Huh?
1: Okay.
2: Oh. And it's very specific. I'm a Pepsi drinker, not a Coke drinker. Um, there's a difference and yes so that's my go-to beverage people in the morning get up and have a cup of coffee i get up and have a a glass of soda so bad
0: for you (laughs) my neighbor drinks diet dr pepper in these giant containers all day long she's like i don't do anything else leave me alone it's
2: (laughs) it's, and it's one of those things that you, you know i When I tell people, I'm so embarrassed about it, but I think, you know, it's my, it's my little guilty pleasure sometimes. It's my, but it is, it's what I, it's not the first thing I may drink in the morning, but it's close to it.
1: (laughs) All right. I love that. All right. So we're going into food next. Mm. So you prefer French cuisine or Italian cuisine? Italian.
2: Absolutely. Any day of the week.
1: Yeah, I think we all love Italy, right?
2: <laughs> yes. You know, there's something about pasta that I, uh, uh, there's something about carbs that I love, um, but there is something about um, pasta in general and uh, the heritage of Italian cooking that I adore.
1: Yeah, it's simple, but yet so good, right? Yes. <laughs> Comforting. Yeah, definitely. And do you prefer, well, I may already know this answer, because you may have said it, but do you prefer to travel in a car or in a plane? In a
2: car. Oh, in a car. <laughs> well, in a car, depending upon how far I'm going. Uh, and if it's in a plane, a nice plane, please.
1: Does <laughs> <laughs> <That was> my <laughs> <class>. <laughs> So if you were going to get into a plane, which city would you prefer? New York City or London? London
0: England.
2: In a heartbeat In a heartbeat. I, I adore London. I adore everything about uh, Great Britain, uh, but I adore uh, I adore London. I could I've always I've often said people have asked me, where if I were to leave and move somewhere, Where would I move to? london and that is it's cosmopolitan it is refined it has heritage and history civility at times Um, it has some great beauty to it Uh, and it's a city in which you don't feel i don't think anyone feels out of place so yes i adore it
1: well, I can say I adore it living in it, so I, I feel you. <laughs> but I do miss the sunshine, the California sunshine. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so that would be difficult. <laughs> so we have one final last question for you. Since this is service love, how are you going to continue to serve with love?
2: Oh, that's a that's a deep question to end with. Um, i hope that i'll be able to continue to do what i love doing and that in and of itself will allow me to express my love for those around me Uh, god willing i have many more years in which i'll be able to interact with individuals and care for them um, which in turn cares for myself and connect with people and, and show them there's a benefit uh, to to human interaction and, and to connecting with people on a different level. So I hope that's what I'll be able to do for, for uh, years to come and that will, that will replenish my soul. And, uh, and by doing that replenish my ability to continue to give back.
0: I love that. And you're also willing to put yourself forward to uh, being uh, an international position, so we'll see how that goes. But I I am.
2: Yes, yes.
0: that you are um, just willing to uh, to serve in such a big way. So congratulations. Well,
2: I I appreciate that. I'm grateful for, you know, I've been given many opportunities uh, in my career and many people have have uh, have helped me along the way. And and giving back is um, is something that is uh i i feel is uh, worthy and good to do That's
0: so great thank you so much thank you. thank you thank you thank you thank you for being with us this was a fabulous conversation thank and you. um i have one other thing that you had said that it brought back a few memories i i just wondered if i cut you off too soon for an another memory of um serving with love because i don't want to miss anything because it was oh well thank
2: you you know i that that memory I shared while, while so um, meaningful and deep and, and emotional um, was one of of love, but love through sorrow and pain. Um, but there's another there's another memory that comes back to me. And uh, it's one that is a little bit more joyous. We, I We have a wonderful um, guest that has that stays every um, holiday season for uh, a month. And every year they become family to me. And when I see them the day that they arrive, it's such joy because it's like a family reunion. You're connecting um, with them. And every year, um, their first year that they start staying with us. We bought them, because they were staying over Christmas, we bought them a, um, a small little planted uh, tree, little Christmas tree, that we put in their suite um, for them. Well, they when they left, they're like, oh my goodness, what are we going to do with this tree? We don't want to throw it away. So that tree has stayed with a member of the staff and has been potted and repotted and planted and grown. And every year that same tree goes back into their suite. And from what was a foot tall when it was in a little potted plant is about four feet tall now. And every year that same tree goes back to them in their suite. And it just brings joy to us, joy to me, and absolute delight to them that this little, Small moment has turned into a tradition that they love to see, and we love to do for them. Um, and to me, that's one of the great uh, one of the great uh, love moments I've been able to do for someone is is to give them a little bit of joy. Uh, a little bit of a surprise a little bit of a tradition and um, a little bit of happiness and family when they're away from their own during the holidays so that was one of the other stories and it, we did it again this year and it was just as joyous um as all the other previous years and uh, I, I i think that um has brought me great happiness and shown uh love that's reciprocal
1: Oh, that is sustainable love. <laughs> Literally sustainable <laughs> love. That is so beautiful. I love Who's that
0: decorated? story. Did they decorate it? What happened? Is just the? Is it the tree? I mean, how-
2: we decorate. Yeah, we decorate it every year. We do it, and we've taken every year we take a photo of the tree, and we then put it in a little um, ornament frame. So the pre all the previous photos. Are now ornament frames on the tree, hanging from the tree, and pictures of the guests in front of the tree over all of these years.
0: Oh, AI, eat your heart out! I mean, I mean, you're this is awesome! Wow!
2: So thank you. We love it. I mean, it really does. It brings us joy every year we start planning thinking what can we do this year what can we add to it and uh and, and it's 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 done for nothing more than the love of that in, of, of that individual and that you know is is what we're all about isn't it um so um, that was the other story i wanted to share because it it is recent and it's joyous and um it's filled with love
0: I love it. If, if you have any pictures of that and you want to send them, I really am having this, I'm having this uh, whole idea now. This is a, this is an article As people like these stories, yes. are, you know, are really, this is what a reporter should ask, right? Yes. This is what yes. we need to, this is the distinction, not, and I would sound clever, you know, like, no, okay, fine. You're clever. That's good. But you know, it's like, wow. Now is what we need. This. Oh, thank you so much for sharing your oh, heart, for your time, cool. for your thank routine, you. all of it. Thank you. Thank oh,
2: you. it's been a joy. I I I love and adore spending the time with you, and and thank you for the opportunity. Um, it's been great fun. Uh, it's been in been a, an opportunity of thoughtful um, reflection uh, as well as forward um, thinking. So I, I'm grateful for that chance. Uh, and let me congratulate the both of you on on this, this podcast, this series, this endeavor, which the world needs more now than ever. So I wanna I wanna congratulate you and wish you much success on
0: this. Thank you so much. And we're both gonna see you in Istanbul.
2: You will, and we will, we will celebrate one another and we will celebrate the love of our friendship. I can't wait to see both of you. Uh, and reconnect with family.
0: Right. Yeah, Don't miss the earrings because they are a heart with a key. So there you oh, go. I
2: love it. Oh.
0: <laughs>
2: very, very cute. Very sweet. sweet.
0: Okay. Thank you, Robert. Thank, Thank you, Robert. Lady.
2: Oh, it's been my love pleasure. You.
1: Thank you. a big thank you to all of you who listened to the end today and especially to our guest robert marks for his service love stories and his dedication to the hospitality industry have you ever wondered how to serve with love in this world when there are so many current challenges well up next in episode four you'll be hearing from Shuja khan chef concierge of the intercontinental washington dc the Wharf. He will share how all challenges can be turned into opportunities in serving with love. We would love to hear from you on how you celebrate the people who express their love and hospitality daily. Please drop us a line. Join our Service Love Challenge by visiting our website at www.SteelAndStedmanServiceSolutions.com. And you can also follow us on Instagram at service underscore love and LinkedIn at Steel and Stedman Service Solutions. Together, we can inspire, inform, and influence a movement to raise the frequency of love. Will you be a part of it? My name is Mary Stedman. This is the Service Love Podcast, and Holly and I look forward to you joining us on the next episode.